This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us today for the Buzz Adams Morning Show. It is Thursday, April the 14th. As we get ready for the Easter weekend, uh, many of you will be enjoying a three-day weekend. Not us, though. I mean, we might be enjoying it, but it won't be a three-day weekend. We're working tomorrow. So, morning show will be live tomorrow. Wait, we still have to come in? We do. Oh. Okay. Yeah, when the hell did they take this off as a holiday? I I was asking my mom if it was a national one, and she was like, no, it can't be national. It's a religious holiday. Christmas is a national holiday. Yeah, that's a good point, Mom. <laughs> yeah, but usually they give us, like, Good Friday. And they didn't this year. What's that about? Hmm. Conspiracy? <laughs> Yeah, so, uh... <laughs> yep. Here we are. Well, you think they're going to take away your bonuses, but they won't touch Good Friday? Come on. <laughs> um, get ready for Easter. Weather's going to cooperate. It's going to be nicer. We had some high winds uh, through the week. Yesterday, it kind of calmed down a little bit, and it looks like winds are going to stay relatively calm. If you want to hear about winds, how about in Rodoso? And they've got some serious wildfire problems, too. And some of it has to do with some of the high winds that they've had this week. They had sustained winds. Uh, the Albuquerque Journal is reporting this week of 60 miles an hour with gusts up to 90 miles an hour. So uh, there have been a lot of mandatory evacuations going on up the road in Rodoso. And uh, just keep that in mind if you're going out of town for the weekend. They got some pretty serious uh, fire action as of yesterday still going on. Zero percent uncontained is what the report that I read yesterday said. Zero percent contained, that is. Not zero percent. That's very different. Zero percent contained, meaning Mm -hmm. it's not contained at all. And that was a report that I had uh, read yesterday about what's going on up in Rodoso. Over at KLQ.com, you can watch videos of all the firefighters and some of pictures of the wildfire. All right. We're already on top of that, huh? Yep. Okay, go check that out at KLAQ.com. Uh, we've got a true crime report on the way this morning. We're also going to play the Florida Man game, so looking forward to that. Uh, we'll learn about Easter traditions around the world, courtesy of Nico Ajibian. And we've got an installment of Am I the A-Hole coming up on today's Buzz Adams Morning Show. Let's get a preview of what else is happening. And Joanna, what do we have coming up in entertainment news today? So uh, Netflix's hit show, Old Enough, asks, could your toddler go grocery shopping alone? (laughs) It's a Japanese show, and a lot of Americans are saying... How is this a good show? You're dropping your child off in the middle of the city. Well, they're not dropping them off in the middle of Detroit either, though, are they? <laughs> no, it's in Japan. It's in Japan. Wow. Does it matter? Have you ever heard of the free range kids movement? Like chickens? No, well, it's just it was <laughs> it was started by parents uh in New York and it was like 
Yeah, if your kid's six, they're probably old enough to get their own subway ticket and go where they want to go and then catch the subway and come back. And uh, That's that's pretty... Some people thought it was a very gutsy. bad idea, and then other people say, well, it's a reaction to the idea that your kids can't play in the park across the street from your house without one of their parents sitting there watching them at all time. Yeah, like, sure. a lot of people see that as being... Helicopter parents. Yeah, two... Uh, too helicoptery. Well, Netflix describes the breakout hit as the most wholesome show you've ever seen, where to- Japanese toddlers are sent on simple errands to run- help their parents, and the results are just so pure. I saw the pr- one of the previews that they're mm-hmm. pushing, so they're pushing it at me, <laughs> and I don't know what they call toddlers in Japan, but these kids <laughs> looked like they were six or seven. <laughs> so uh, I don't right. know. I don't know if those are toddlers or not that they're talking about. Nico, news headlines. What do you have coming up in the news today? Uh, Well, they have caught Frank James, the shooter suspected of uh, injuring at least 20 people in a Brooklyn subway. Is it too early for a joke about this? Probably. Uh, They just caught him, so maybe. Let's hear it, and we'll decide. If they caught Frank James, are they still on the lookout for his brother Jesse and the Dalton boys? God, you tried this yesterday, and I gave you the same shake of the head. Nobody likes it. Uh Uh-uh. (laughs) Nobody likes it. (laughs) Well, I thought the reason maybe it was okay to make a joke was because nobody... I mean, a bunch of people were shot and injured, but nobody died, right? That is true. Uh, He was arrested around 145 yesterday. Officers found him in the East Village neighborhood of Manhattan and arrested him without incident. The FBI, ATF, and other federal law enforcement agencies are looking through evidence and clues related to the shooting. One interesting thing, the NYPD says that they got a call on a tip line, and it was Frank James turning himself in. Oh, interesting. And he told him, I'm at um, a McDonald's in lower Manhattan. But by the time they got to that Mac- McDonald's, he had left, but a lot of uh, people recognized him after he left. And so people uh, people who recognized him, I guess, held on to him or notified the police. They're saying it was a real community effort to get this guy who uh, shot up that subway in Brooklyn earlier this week. Uh, Here's an interesting fact. I might have included this in random facts, but I just wanted to throw it out there. What do you think the most gender-neutral name in America is? Pat. (laughs) Okay. I mean, usually Pat is short for Patricia or Patrick. Or Patrick, yeah. I would have guessed Courtney. Because I knew an equal number of male Courtney's and an equal number of oh, female yeah. Courtney's. Until you had told me about the guy who worked here named Courtney. Courtney Nelson, yeah. I had never heard You'd of never a male heard Courtney. You'd never heard of a dude, Courtney B. Vance. You'd never heard of Courtney B. Vance. Well, now I have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd never heard of Courtney B. Vance before. Uh, yeah, yes, you have. He's an actor. Yeah. Anyway, Joanna, that's not the answer. No? What do you think they say is the most gender-neutral name in America? Spencer. Ah, that's pretty good. That's not not what they say here. Skyler. No. Skyler's a good one. Wait, can can Skyler be a be a guy's name? Yep. Name name one fi- famous Skyler. I can't name uh, a female Skyler right now. Okay. <laughs> the most gender neutral name in America is Marion. 
Marion. Yeah, M-A-R-I-O-N. It's been given to roughly 4,000 girls and boys over the past three decades. I can't think of anybody, and I've heard some doozies from my friends, but I can't think of anybody who named their kid Marion, one way or the other. I knew of a man uh, who was in love with a woman named Maid Marion. Mm-hmm. His, his name, name was Robin, Robin which could also go both ways. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Robin loved Marion. Well, which was the guy and which was the girl? Never heard of a guy named Marion. Yes, you have. Who? John mm-hmm. Wayne. Marion Barry. That was his name? No. Marion. Wait, what's John Wayne's name? Marion Morrison. No. No. So even back in like the nineteen oh, twenties, when he when John Wayne showed up, I'm here to make pictures, Pilgrim, mm-hmm. and they probably said, "Well, you're the roughest, toughest hombre I've ever seen. What's your name, kid?" Mary. Oh, Mary. Michael <laughs> Morrison. Well, back to the drawing board with that one. Yeah. So uh, John Wayne was a Marion, but other than him, yeah, Marion Barry. Wow. His that's name's right. Marion. I'm still with John Wayne. Uh, so anyway, according to Randall Olson, uh, <laughs> the most gender-neutral name in America is Marion. I just thought I'd throw that out there for you. Good to know. Who's the most famous uh, female name, Marion? All I can think of is Mrs. C. Yeah, Marion Cunningham. That's exactly who I'd go with, too. But made Marion, for sure. Uh, all right, we got a lot of ground to cover today. We're headed into a holiday weekend. I hope you have plans to enjoy that as we're getting ready for Easter. We're going to come back here in just a few moments. Joanna's going to have uh, an early entertainment news headed our way. Woo! And uh, we are getting ready for the holidays. We're getting ready for Good Friday, even though we're going to come into work. But it's going to be good anyway, guys. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Less than an hour, we'll have our first cash code keyword to go fund yourself. Woo! When you hear those keywords, go to the KLAQ mobile app and look for the money bag that says go fund yourself. You can enter all the keywords there. The more keywords you enter, the more entries. Every day there is a $2,000 winner. And you could even win $10,000 just by listening for those cash code keywords Find the Go Fund Yourself button on the KLAQ mobile app. You can also enter those words through KLAQ.com. When we uh, do the true crime report here in just a moment, we're also going to have a Florida man game on the way, so stand by for that. Over at uh, KLAQ.com, we got pictures and uh, video from the wildfires that are going on in Redoso. So I think like 150 different structures have been burned have burned in Redoso. Over 5,000 acres. 5,000 acres. Uh, as of yesterday, the report said that. Well, Joanna, you wrote this. The report said that the fire was zero percent contained. Per- correct. And uh, they had some really high winds, like sustained 60-mile-an-hour winds were going on, gust up it to 90 miles an hour. It started with, like, three fires, mm. and then the winds just did not help, and it's now this super-mega wildfire. The Ruid- the Ruidoso Convention Center has been set up as an evacuation center for those evacuating the area. 
which includes several different subdivisions, Rancho Ruidoso, Valley Estates, Deer Valley, Deer Park, and Alto. All right. Uh, read Joanna's article. It has photos and videos of if some of the devastation going on mm-hmm. in Ruidoso. If you're in the Alamogordo area, they're accepting donations in a lot of places in Alamogordo. You can find out where they are in the article. All right. I'm going to read uh, the headline and just see if it grabs your attention. The Big Jerk-Off Contest. Go on. The Big Jerk-Off Contest <laughs> will determine El Paso's best beef jerky. Nice. Oh. oh. Jerky. You know what? I think that's a great title. I bet that got a good score. I bet that got like an 85. Right. Last year, Weirdo Beardo Jerky won, and I have had Weirdo's, Beardos? Weirdo's oh, yeah. Jerky, and it's I really, have... really good. It is good. I Would you say that it won the jerk-off? It won the poll last year. Okay. That's right. You can find out more about the big jerk-off event. Uh, the QR code is in there. You can sign up and uh, see who is the biggest jerk-off or who wins the jerk-off uh, in El Paso. And read more about it in uh, Veronica's article about the big jerk-off contest. I put up an article where I ranked 10 Easter candies from best to worst, and I put my best was Cadbury eggs. I love them. Joanna put Cadbury eggs last <laughs> on her list below even Peeps. And Peeps, Joanna agrees with me. Peeps suck. I hate Peeps. Peeps were number 10 on my list. Uh, we got a couple of calls about our Easter candy we did. rankings. Yeah. Oh, cool. Hi, Morning Show. Buzz, Serpent in the Rainbow is one of the best movies I've ever seen that should be remade. And I agree with you. Uh, the Cadbury eggs are awesome. The best thing about it is that you just have to eat one, and that's it. And you're satisfied. Anyway, have a great day. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. One is more than enough. What's your main complaint is that they're just too, too much? Too many. Sickenly sweet. Okay, do you like the part where you bite it? Okay, so the shell is made out of chocolate, but the inside I think has maybe, got a white center with a yellow yolk I inside. Think that's very I think off-putting. the inside is what it makes it way too sweet. It's overwhelming. But you know what, Joanna? You said everything was too sweet. I think that was like your main complaint. Yeah, I'm not a sweets person. You might need to go to the doctor <laughs> if things are tasting too sweet. I just don't like sweets that much. Oh, you're not a oh. See, she's not I'm a candy a salty person. Person, you're a salty. But you sure are. Matches her personality. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people call you a salty person. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Mojo? It's ODG. I heard that anti-peep, anti-candy corn, communist propaganda yesterday. You know who else hates peeps and candy corn? Vladimir Putin. (laughs) Putin hates peeps and candy corn because they represent freedom and democracy. Putin only eats circus peanuts and those gross little chocolates that come in an orange wrapper. They don't even have a name. They just come in that little orange wrapper. Yeah. Peeps and candy corn are America. They're freedom. Okie dokie. America. Vladimir Putin. (laughs) The only reason candy corn made it is because they make bunny corn, which is candy corn. I mean, it's just as awful as candy corn, but it's pastel colored. It's the same ingredients. 
Yeah. I don't know. Is Okie Dokie guy saying he likes peeps? peeps yeah. You like peeps? Yeah. He's one of my peeps. Ugh. The texture, they're chewy. They all they all feel taste and feel like they're expired, whether they are not. You put them in your mouth not. like more than one, they dissolve. That's every candy. It's weird. It, it's it's weird. I like they have texture to them. The texture They're though chewy. is like sandpaper. Like the sugar on the yeah. outside is so it's like you could scour a dirty frying pan with one of these <laughs> things. They're still wool. You could basically. exfoliate your Are there skin some with sour one? peeps? If there's like some sour ones for sure, I'd eat them. I don't get you people who like peeps. I really don't. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. In about 30 minutes, we're gonna have our first go fund yourself keyword. It's the cash code keyword. And uh, I'm kind of having fun trying to figure out what the themes are. They're doing them in themes. Did we figure out what yesterday's was? Uh, what was uh, yesterday? Do we remember yesterday's? Was yesterday's? The first one was Harry, and the second one was Sally. And then as the day went on, I figured out I think it was like romantic Movies, comedies. Yeah, yeah rom-coms. But nice. we're going to have cash code uh, keyword headed your way in about 30 minutes. As soon as you hear one of these go fund yourself keywords, go to the KLAQ mobile app and click on the go fund yourself icon. It looks like a money bag. Make sure you're signed in. And the more keywords you enter, the more entries you have to win money up to $10,000. You could even win, uh, be one of our daily $2,000 winners. So we make a you know we make a big deal out of the ten thousand dollars, but think about it. You know we're giving we're giving away two thousand dollars we're giving away ten thousand dollars a week just with the daily giveaways, mm-hmm. and we've already been doing it for a couple of weeks. So a lot of money to be won. No reason for you not to get your share. You can find all the details on the KLAQ mobile app and also at klaq.com. We've got uh, an Am I the A-Hole? Joanna found this one. Oh, nice. And is going to be bringing it to us a little bit later. So we got that on the way. Yesterday I spent probably the better part of an hour just going through and double thumbs upping as many shows that I know you would hate on Netflix. No! (laughs) Okay. You're messing up my algorithm. (laughs) Find him out. I, th- I, th- I I think I have to physically go to his house to sign. Yeah, yeah you're going to have to. I have my own Netflix account, but when you lived at my house, you signed in yours, and it's just stayed that way ever since. I've never left, Buzz. So Yeah, please don't do that to my account. <laughs> I signed up for, you got a double thumbs up for Is It Cake? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Buzz learned how to do the double thumbs up. Yeah. A, a bunch of French language stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You've made Nico choke. Look at that. Uh, the one where Sean Payton <laughs> plays the coach of the New Orleans Saints. That got a double thumbs up. No, please, no. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to re- sexy beast. That's another one. I okay, I'm just going to give Joanna your Apple Plus account, and you were supposed to your uh, Prime account. Well, Joanna can have my Apple Plus. Oh yeah, I have Prime. Right. She's already I got Prime. Apple. She can have Apple Plus, so she can start watching. 
I want to see Severance. Severance. <laughs> you know what I think I like about Severance? It's like an episode of Black Mirror, but a series. Nice. And I really like Black Mirror, and I think you guys told me that they're not making any more, that the Black Mirror guys say... The world oh, is too ar- similar to what we're, we're already making. living in. Yeah. We're living in it, so yeah. Nico, wait till wait till it starts trying to get you to watch Sexy Beast. It's the dating show where they had Hollywood makeup artists make people up <laughs> oh, as monsters. Right. <laughs> so I, I gave that one a double thumbs up. I forgot about that show. Too hot to handle. No, I did do too that. hot to handle. I was already watching that before. That that one, I I went through season one immediately. Is that the one where you're not allowed to touch? That you like get an alarm goes yeah. off and then you are allowed to touch, but no, that you, you get money, money taken away, right? Yeah. Right, Joanna? I've, I didn't watch yeah, too hot sure. to handle. Yeah, that's one. Did you watch it yeah. at my house? Yes, I did. <laughs> did you well, watch it together? Did we watch it together? Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I love your guys' relationship. It's beautiful. It's not normal. <laughs> it's not normal. Well. I mean, when you live there, we watched a lot of TV together. We did. We'd have to compromise from time to time. <laughs> I was like, fine, Buzz. I'll watch Too Hot to Handle. I think the trade-off was I watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, my God. What a terrible trade-off for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could have been worse. All right. You ready uh, to give us the scenario for MIDA hole today, Joanna? Are you ready? Yeah. Be. We usually get these from uh, Reddit. There's a subreddit called Am I the A-Hole? Where people present whatever conflicts or issues are going on and they Mm -hmm. trust, of all people, the internet. The worst kind (laughs) of people. To give them advice about whether they're the ones being the A-Hole or not. So we do some of these, but also sometimes people send theirs in. So feel free to do that. You can email me, uh, buzz at klaq.com, joanna at klaq.com. And if you got a scenario that you want us to read, or you can, you know, call in on the neckline, leave it there as well. But this one does come from Reddit. So let's hear the scenario for today's MIDA hole and see if we can reach some kind of mm-hmm. consensus. Today's headline is Am I the a hole for telling my husband his name suggestion for our unborn baby is idiotic at best? Well, it's happened to me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I was, I think I was lightly slapped at first for for a name suggestion that that my my daughter's mother, when she was pregnant, I think it, it had made like the final cut. It was down to the top five, and I think mine was still in there. Augusta. <laughs> Buzz wanted to name his daughter after a, a golf, golf course. course. She, she only found that out when somebody had to point it out to her. Imagine if she had not found out. Till well, remember, it was too late. I remember my daughter's mom <laughs> saying, "That's kind of pretty," and it's like, "Okay, yeah," because all you know, all of the ones that had made the the short list. By the way, we didn't have to pay somebody ten thousand dollars to help us name the baby, but I had put. I think mine was the only one, or that was the only one of mine that was in the top. Five, but I guess she had told people, oh, Buzz really likes the name Augusta. And somebody who should have just kept their lips sealed said, oh, that's the <laughs> golf course where they play the Masters tournament. 
So. Did you ever find out who snitched? No. <laughs> they went hid just like a rat. Because <laughs> <laughs> his daughter was all Well, it wasn't just because of the golf course. The fact that it's even partly because of it is messed up. But, but you didn't name, name her Pebble Beach or... Yeah, but it also... Uh, Augustus was my favorite. Caesar? Caesar? That's yeah. a weird reason to name anybody. <laughs> okay. A- Augusta. I was going to name him Caligula. <laughs> you know, it seemed like kind or of an Nero. old fashioned name, which is a trend that it seems like a lot of white parents have been doing for the past <laughs> several years. So. <laughs> well, you could get paid $10,000 a day. Yeah, you try, <laughs> try and give somebody yeah. a name that no, no person has had since the. 1800s. But anyway, uh, what well, happened in this the, case? This couple's going to have to get that $10,000 baby namer. So the person says, My husband and I are pregnant with our first child, and we are overjoyed. Now, my husband absolutely idolized his grandpa, who unfortunately passed away last week. Clyde. My husband is. He, I bet he had some name like Clyde or Otis. Well, my husband is devastated, especially by the notion that his children will never meet their great-grandpa, who their father adored so much. As such, my husband has suggested that we name the baby after grandpa. Theodore, if it's a boy. Theodora, if it's a girl. Either way, we will either call them Teddy or Theo or Thea, respectively. It's not that I mind the name. I don't think Theodora is the worst name I've ever heard. So she says, it's not that I mind the name. The issue is that our last name is Bundy. Ted Bundy. (laughs) It's spelled B-O-U-N-D-E, but it's pronounced. How? Like bound with an E. Change the pronunciation of your last name. Especially considering this guy's grandpa was named Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, that's pronounced Bundy. So she says, I asked my husband, do you really see no issue in naming our kid Teddy Bundy? No, it's fine. What do you mean? You don't think that would raise any questions? He no, says, Ted no. Bundy, that's a great name. Yeah, he says, Strong. no, he's just honoring his grandpa. I told him he needs to think about how we will be perceived, how our child will be treated, and the implications that the name inherently just carries. Just ask our friends the Dahmers and little Jeffy. <laughs> yeah. How's it working out for them? She goes on to say, No, definitely, definitely she's bringing up a very, very real concern. If your last name is Bundy, you don't go anywhere near anything Ted, Theodore, nothing Ted adjacent. To play devil's advocate here, how many Ramirez's are in El Paso? Right. How many are Richards? Probably a couple. Good point. Yeah, but... A lot of them might have been named that before the Night before, Stalker killings. And after. And fortunately, some may have been named after. And she's not wrong. Like, There's going to be a lot of questions asked. Imagine I'm, your name is Richard Armides and you're just like, you know, uh, yeah. not, no, no relation. No relation. Or relation. Definitely. <laughs> I, bet there are, I bet there are a lot of guys named either Ricardo or Richard or Rick Ramirez who totally go by a different name. No, maybe it's, it's Richard yeah. Ramirez. Call me Richard, please. You have to call me Richard. <laughs> so Her, she goes on so, Night Stalker. <laughs> Coincidentally, I love ACDC. <laughs> his family is obviously on his side and wants to honor no, Grandpa. No, 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 no. They My- shouldn't be on his side. Think it through. <laughs> no, I'm on his side. Take the name back. Take it back from Ted Bundy, the Take serial killer. Back. Yeah. <laughs> you prove him wrong. You know what would suck, though, if his kid ends up being a serial killer? Anyways. And then they're like, it all started the day we named him Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. Look what you turned me into, Look, Mom. 
for any Weinstein's out there, Harvey is off the board. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not anybody's fault, and I feel bad that your grandfather, but what was your grandfather? It would be better to name the kid Grandpa <laughs> than Ted yeah. if you pronounce your name Bundy. Am I the a <laughs> Name the kid King Kong Bundy. Is the wife the a-hole the- for not going along and honoring no, her husband's No, no, she is saying She's absolutely making a very important point. Wait, did they say they know what the Also No, they don't know what the gender is yet. Theodora? But Ugh. they may have to But they're going to call her out. Teddy. They may have to find out to settle this, she says. Yeah, I think Theodora is kind of a cool name. Yeah. Of course, Theodora's I, I, I am very white. Just, <laughs> you know, full disclosure there. Yeah, so you I'm like any look. name that would be found in a Harry Potter book. Well, she says, yeah, the more pretentious, the better. <laughs> it's part of my culture. <laughs> it's the way his, him and his ancestors have lived. <laughs> sure. For centuries. Centuries. I say. Not the a. I say not the. I'm gonna say a hole. I say resoundingly. <laughs> Take resoundingly it back. Resoundingly, not Get, the. Your husband wants right. to honor. A fa- it's very important to honor your family. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm named after my grandpa. Was your grandpa a serial killer? You know. Well, now that you mention it, I, <laughs> two of the kids that I grew up with, their last name was Adolf, and even that was a little touchy. <laughs> That's Obviously, a little weird. Yeah, yeah. That their last name was Adolf. No, but it probably goes by Adolfo. No, Adolf. <laughs> Jeff and Greg Adolf. Their nope. last name. It was Adolf. He don't, wasn't a Hitler, was he? No, it was their last name. Dude. Oh, Adolf was. Okay. Yeah, their last name was Adolf. I knew kids growing up but whose I'm saying, name were Adolfo, and we'd be like, oh, Adolf, Hitler. <laughs> I, I say that every time <laughs> I see the haircut place. Adolfo's <laughs> somewhere there. <laughs> you see? <laughs> This poor kid's going to be Ted Look. Bundy. Yeah, but we, we do this every time we meet somebody, Buzz. You and I always think, oh, how can we make fun of their name? Yeah, <laughs> you were saying true. for how much money you will hear your a parent's kid's name and then make fun of it. Or give me the na- name you're thinking of and I'll tell you how it will be made fun of in third grade. Mm-hmm. There you I go. I really That's have a good service. connection to the third grade mentality. That's a good service right there. What was the example I was given yesterday? Oh, no, it was earlier today. If you name your kid Fletcher, they're going to call him Felcher. Felcher, yeah. There's I mean, no doubt about it. That one's pretty obvious, though. Um, not not really. I, like, a lot of people don't know uh, what, what what that all entails. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of people who, and God bless them for being so innocent, don't have any idea what Felcher would Stop. mean. Stop. All right. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Here is Nico with today's news. Good morning, Nico. Good morning, Buzz. And today uh, in the news, a a fire raging in Rio Doso. An elderly couple is dead after the McBride fire burned their home. And now police are saying firefighters uh, found them late Tuesday afternoon. And later in the evening, the Rio Doso Police Department received information uh, about another couple who attempted to evacuate the fire but were unaccounted for by family members. Um, just to give everybody a rundown of what's going to ha- what's happening in in Rio Doso, there's a, a out of control forest fire with zero percent containment, and about five thousand square acres have already been burned. More evacuations are possible, and officials want everybody to prepare for any other potential evacuations at the moment. 
the Lincoln County Medical Center is transferring all inpatient medical, surgical, and intensive care unit patients to other facilities due to smoke concerns. Outpatient services are only limited to radiology, laboratory, and cardiopulmonary services that are urgent need only. And probably, you know, more than a few people who were planning to take a little weekend holiday getaway to Ridoso. Maybe push oh definitely not yeah Yeah. uh no it it is a pretty much humanitarian uh disaster right now the uh, 150 structures at last count that's probably gone up uh yes i I think it's at 170 by now 171 Uh, the rio doso convention center has been set up as an evacuation center for those evacuating the area mandatory evacuations are in place for the following areas moon mountain high loop lupin and starlight galavan canyon from highway 70 to lower eagle creek East of Hull, McBride, Snowcap, Timmerline, and Fawn Ridge. Homestead Acres, Lower Eagle Creek. Rancho Rio Doso Valley Estates, Deer Valley, Deer Park. Those all sound like extremely charming places. They do. And I, it's just really sad. It's that very sad. They're being burned up right now. They're, those are all very nice subdivisions where people... Would you love to live in Fawn Ridge or Deer right. Valley? Rancho Rio Doso Valley Estates. I mean, that sounds like a nice... That's why they don't name it Raging Inferno Valley. Yeah, no, it's tragic. Uh, road closures are in place all over Rio Doso right now. Power outages. Uh, PNM has cut power to areas of Rio Doso due to the fire. Crews are making repairs to equipment damaged by strong winds and fire. Power poles, lines, and other equipment needs to be replaced or repaired. Water issues. The village of Rio Doso is asking residents to conserve water at this time. Due to power outages in the area, water production efforts are limited. School closures, of course. Um, 0% containment as of right now. So yeah, I'd heard that yesterday, and I thought, "Wow, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound good." What of all this fire going on? You've got it zero percent contained, and wow. it's not the only fire going on in New Mexico right now. There are about three other fires going on. Well, uh, Joanna was on top of this. She has an article at klaq.com. You can see videos from uh, Rodoso yesterday mm-hmm. and uh, photos, and find out more about what's going on. Just head over to klaq.com. Joanna's article on the McBride fire in Ridoso is on the front page of KLAQ.com. All right, Russia and Ukraine are telling conflicting stories about how a Russian Navy ship went up in flames. Russian authorities claim a fire broke out on board the Moskava missile cruiser, which caused ammunition to blow up. But Ukrainian forces say they hit the ship with a missile. The Russian Defense Ministry told state-run media the boat was evacuated and that the cause of the fire remains under investigation. There's no word on any injuries, but it's reported that about 500 sailors were on board. The ship is the flagship of the Russian Navy, and it's considered a big blow to their war plans. The Brooklyn uh, subway shooter suspect Frank James was arrested within 30 hours after the incident through a combination of on-the-ground detective work, technology, and a possible tip from the fugitive himself, investigators said. Officers got their first lead soon after the incident at the crime scene, the 36th Street subway station in Sunset Park, Brooklyn, where several eyewitnesses filmed and photographed Frank James. Police said the suspect also left behind key pieces of evidence that helped them track his movements before and after the incident. A 9mm Glock allegedly used in the shooting, his coat, a bag filled with fireworks, and James' credit card. While investigators continued to probe through clues, including James' social media posts where he ranted against New York City Mayor Eric Adams, police released his photo to the public Tuesday night and named James as a person of interest. 
A cell phone alert with James' description went out to New York City residents at 10.21 a.m. on Wednesday, just hours after the police officially identified him as a suspect. The New York Police Department said they received Crime Stopper tips just a few hours later from someone claiming James was inside a McDonald's in Manhattan's Lower East Side. The tipster may have been James himself, according to sources. Around 1.45 p.m., officers found James in the East Village neighborhood of Manhattan and arrested him without incident. The FBI, ATF, and other federal law enforcement agencies said they are still going through evidence uh, and clues related to the shooting. Here is New York Police City Commissioner, Police Commissioner uh, describing what the process was like. I want to commend all of all right, the CDC is extending the federal transportation mask mandate. That covers airlines and travel on trains, subways, and buses. The extension covers another two weeks beyond the earlier expiration date of April 18th. That pushes the mandate to at least May 3rd. The move reflects growing concern about the highly contagious Omicron subvariant BA2. The CDC says in order to assess the potential impact the rise of cases has on severe disease, including hospitalizations and deaths, and healthcare system capacity, the CDC will or, uh, order will remain in place at this time. Elon Musk is offering to buy 100% of Twitter's stock. The news comes from an updated 13D filing, which shows he's willing to pay $54.20 per share in cash. The proposal... Like that, 43 million bucks, right? Or billion, excuse me. 43, 43 billion. billion. That's right. How, how should I feel about this? I don't know. Um, like I'm not on Twitter, but I know that I've seen a lot of people, uh, who are on the right side of the political spectrum think, oh, Elon's going to let Trump back on. He's going to let people say whatever they want to. Is that an accurate assessment? I don't think so. I, Elon has, but I think that he, that's part of the dream is that, oh, Elon's going to get on there and he's going to let the former president and other people who've been kicked off of Twitter back on well he is a very prominent user on it and he has over 80 million followers just give us that edit button man god he also has uh, suggestions that aren't related to politics like an edit button okay mm, the proposal that explained he wants to take the company private was delivered to twitter yesterday the billionaire explains in the document that in order to make the changes that r twitter really needs the company has to be private he then drops the bomb that I would need to reconsider my position as a shareholder if my offer isn't accepted. Twitter stock is up in pre-market trading this morning. I guess I'm trying to figure out if this were a movie, is Elon going to turn out to be the superhero super or, or the, the super, super villain? villain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think we've reached the third act of the film yet. It's still he can still redeem air, himself. Right? I think a lot of people look at him as a free speech advocate. Uh, they also look at him as somebody that uh, didn't like all of the lockdown pandemic regulations. Did, did Elon ever get suspended from Twitter? Uh, he might have. No, I don't think so. Well, okay, so you know that he uh, got in trouble with the SEC because he said that he was going to take. Uh, Tesla stock private and, or said he had funding to make it $420 a share. Well, he didn't have that funding and he, he sent shares go, going crazy. So that's some kind of violation. That was an SEC violation. And he, um, I'm thinking about the time that you had all those uh, kids that were trapped in a cave and there was a British man that was there in Thailand and he <laughs> oh, was... Right. And, and he, Didn't he call him a pedophile? He, call, he implied that he was... Well, he didn't imply. He called him a pedophile with zero evidence of and that. Didn't and didn't that guy die? 
Did he? No. Yeah, I'd have to re. You know what? Somebody died. I, I'm reaching the Let's end. I'm, Are you I'm watching running out of Are... my knowledge here. No. <laughs> Elon Musk went on and he was like, I can design a submarine that could go under the water. And then one of the divers says, no, no, no. We we got that. We can do it with the technology we already have. And then Elon Musk is like, huh, pedo, <laughs> basically. Uh, Kids were rescued. Thank God. I think there were some people who died in the rescue attempt, but I don't know that it was. Anyway, yeah, what I'm saying is. Yeah, that's the kind of thing. That's the that, kind of this guy, this guy does. Yeah, he shoots off messages, and you know, it has real world impacts. Right. All right. A jury trial has now been ordered in the lawsuit filed by Gabby Petito's parents against the parents of Brian Laundrie. The suit claims Laundrie's parents knew that their son had murdered 22-year-old Gabby and were covering his tracks. If it isn't dismissed first, a jury trial in the case wouldn't actually begin until August of 2023. An attorney for the Laundries called the Petito's claim baseless. The Petito family is looking for at least $30,000 because of pain, mental anguish, inconvenience, and a loss of capacity that for sounds, the enjoyment that of That sounds reasonable. 30000 right. At least. They're not asking for $30 million. $30,000, you knew that your son had died. You let I'm your son into your house. You also let him leave and leave. escape without notifying anybody. Um, Meanwhile, the family suspects the worst, but they don't know. Right. I bet it makes it a lot worse that apparently these families had gotten really close. Mm-hmm. Like both families adored mm-hmm. the other person that was dating their child and the families had really come together and, you know, this kind of betrayal. Yeah. It's pretty 30 sad. grand sounds, yeah, you sounds know, reasonable They're actually to be me. reasonable. Yeah. I, I thought when I read it, it was going to be 30 million, but no, it was 30,000 for pain. Mental anguish, at least that. Yeah. yeah, helping cover up what you knew was the murder of these people's daughter. The minimum should be thirty million, thirty thousand. Hmm. All right. A study published in Nature on Wednesday suggests that there is a fifty percent chance of the average temperature will rise by two degrees in the year two thousand one hundred which would push global temperatures past the point that any human civilization in history has ever experienced. The study authors took note of the global pledges made to cut emissions and greenhouse gases, adding that peak warming could be limited to just 1.9 or 2 degrees. I've gotten to the point where I've been assuming the worst at this point, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Like I, like it's going to happen. I think think we've probably already passed passed the point of no no return. Yeah. And... I'm not even sure they can really minimize some of this stuff. A lot of the damage is definitely going to be in coastal regions, but it's especially going to hit like the poorer the country, the harder mm-hmm. hit they're going to be. And it's that's just 80 years from now, and I'm still definitely going to be alive. You won't. I will, oh but my, my brain will be in a vat. So <laughs> right, I right, could probably live under right next to Walt Disney. Yeah. Underneath? <laughs> no, no, no. I got a spot safe next to Slugger Ted Williams. <laughs> Forget Walt Disney. More like Ted Turner. Um, All right. And last but not least, tens of thousands of civilians could be dead in Maripol, the city's mayor said. And as analysts warned that Russia is regrouping for renewed assault on eastern Ukraine. While there is no confirmed number of casualties, the mayor suggests that the number of dead could be well over 10,000 in the coastal town, the site of some of the worst bombardments since the Russian invasion of Ukraine began. 
The news comes as President Joe Biden announced that his administration is authorizing an additional $800 million for weapons and ammunition, including artillery, armored personnel carriers, and as it braces to defend itself from an expected new Russian offensive. He also noted that Russia is preparing to focus its invasion in the Donbass region, but affirmed that the U.S. would continue to provide Ukraine with the capabilities to defend itself. All right, and don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow is April 15th. It is tax day. It is not. The, actually, 18th is tax oh, deadline. So the they traditional the yep. traditional tax day won't be tomorrow, but it is a reminder to get them in by next week. I, I think guess. a lot of people are confused. It's like, wait, pandemic? Do we still pay taxes, or are they in June? Nope. If you're a 33-year-old comedian named Nico Jimian. You thought maybe they were just giving us a break on the taxes this year? You might. Not the case. In fact, I've got a tax song for people just like Nico. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Uh, Let me get a couple calls off the neckline. You can leave us messages. Every day we get a dozen or so calls. People call. And we play back probably half that many, I would say. We will Uh, definitely hear it. we'll, We'll hear it, and we might play it back. So uh, what have people called about since yesterday's show? Hey, Buzz, I just finished listening to the podcast, and you guys were talking about the Netflix and sharing accounts. I don't know why you guys, you and Nico, don't just make separate profiles. Make one for Nico, one for Buzz. That way you guys aren't watching each other's stuff. Like, for instance, me and my family, we have one for my wife and I, and one each for my three daughters. That way... We're not watching the same stuff and ruining each other's, you know, likes and stuff. So I would recommend that. Get different profiles. Make one for Nico, one for Buzz. And that way you guys don't have to worry about that. All right. Later. All right. I mean, I could just log out of Nico's Netflix and log in with my own. No, you I, couldn't. You, you haven't. You don't think I'd be able to I don't think technically, you'd be, technically be able to do yeah. that? I don't think you would remember the email you used. Okay. I don't Here, think you'd remember your password. Here's one thing. I want to use the Showtime streaming service. I I pay on my c- cable bill for Showtime. I can't figure out how to get the streaming service. It It's definitely part of it, right? You want, to, you want to come over and take a look at that for me this week? <laughs> I don't live with you anymore. All right, I have a. In answer. the meantime, I, I have an answer for this guy's uh, suggestion. The reason Buzz and I don't create different profiles for Netflix is because... I share that with my family. There's already profiles. Mom, Mom Dad, Dad Cinnabon. Nina Bon. Oh, Nina Bon. My Nina Bon. And I thought it said Cinnabon. It's like, who's this Cinnabon? They don't want to see <laughs> Buzz, another profile up there that says Buzz. I think it would just be weird. They're, they're going to be like, wow, they really took that relationship to the next level. <laughs> so yesterday, I spent the better part of an hour. Uh-huh. Going through and using the double thumbs up feature to <laughs> to like the worst shows possible on Nico's. <laughs> so you uh, is it cake? I gave a double thumbs up. Is Hype that- House is another one I gave oh, a double God. thumbs up to. And you know what the the Rob Schneider Netflix original Real Rob you got a double thumbs up on that one. So I noticed my be- my suggestions have been getting weirder. <laughs> Like, they started recommending to me Korean dramas. Was that you? No, that had to have been my daughter watching. Okay. Freaking squid <laughs> fish. daughter is using it, too. Yeah. yeah. No, everybody uses she it. She could totally house. get you logged yeah, into no. your account, but no, We all on, share now. On Nico's We're all profile, there is a, there's a ton of anime. 
And I don't know if it's my daughter primarily or if it's Nico. No, that's me. Yeah. That's mostly you with yeah. the, with like the anime. anime. It is. Let me see. Was this the call I just played? I'm not sure. Message deleted. No, probably not. Yo, what up, man? So check this out, because I don't ever, I don't think Buzz thinks about this demographic. So like, I'm coming, I go on Spotify, and like, I find y'all on there, and I listen to you, and I listen to you honestly like all day long. And so I'm pretty far on episodes. But what I do is, you know, I let it stack up so that I got, you know, plenty of stuff to listen to while I work. And so, man, I, I feel like I'm a, I'm probably going to piss a lot of people off like this, but I feel like I'm more of a fan of the Buzz Adams Morning Show, even, you know, than somebody that just has you playing in their car because it's just, you know, it's, it's what's on. You are. I agree. Yeah. Wow, yeah. You are a fan. Is this Stony guy? This is Stoner guy, yeah. But I go out and I find you. And I listen to you all day long. <laughs> Whatever, man. Be mad. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not mad. I think he's made like other people be mad. Like, but he's, he's talking about the, the After fan. Buzz podcast. Yeah. We we did our 50th After Buzz podcast. We did. And you gotta, you gotta, it's our season one finale. How fun. At some point in it, Nico's like, how do you think I've been doing on the news? And I yeah. say... Do you really want me to answer that in this forum? And do you want me to answer honestly? And he said affirmative to both of those. So, like, I give. Are you bringing that up so you can do it now? No, no, I'm doing that. So that's the kind of thing you can hear did he is like my it? brutally. Yeah, I did. Oh. He told me to. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing you can hear on the after buzz. He said you, market improvement. That's one of the things I said, Nico. <laughs> You're very selectively forgetting. That's all I remember. I think that's the only thing that stuck. Yeah. Market improvement. I believe the words amorish staccato delivery might have been part of the analysis. I, you just said staccato. You didn't say amorish. Oh, okay. You're adding that cherry on top. Okay, but it's that kind of thing. It's that. It's if literally you ask this. It, I, I will answer it. Yeah, and uh, everybody, go listen to the Afterbuzz because we're starting season two today. How are we starting to season two? We've only been doing it since, like, right before Christmas. How is this possibly season two? We did fifty episodes. That doesn't fifty episodes doesn't mean a season, does in, it? In my book, I mean, I, if I it's have, Moon Knight, I guess six episodes equals a season. <laughs> Joanna, I it's even got Book bump- of Boba Fett. It's six episodes. I even got bumper music for the podcast, Joanna, because oh, I'm like. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to make some changes, and I'm going to, uh, but Buzz is going to hate it, so I'm, I'm just going to pick what I like. I'm not going to think about him. Someone says to make a profile called settings, and nobody will know the difference, Buzz. I could just do that. I don't know what that Buzz doesn't means. even know how to make a profile. Okay, you make a profile. Uh, yeah. Let's take a look at our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events. And uh, today is April the 14th, the day before... Good Friday, known as Holy Thursday. Hey, on Good Friday, can you can you eat meat, or is the fish thing still in effect? The on fish Good thing Fr- is still in it's effect. Most def- anything, that's the day. That's the day you really shouldn't eat meat. Oh. It's like you were so close <laughs> to the end. <laughs> but then it's off? Yeah. The 40, Lent then, is over on Sunday, right? Sunday, all the meat you can eat. But Lent is over on Sunday. On Sunday, yes. Yeah, right. 
Today is Children with Alopecia Day. Ow! What the hell, Will Smith? <laughs> I didn't make it up. I just said that it's Children with Alopecia. Ow! There he is again! <laughs> Will Smith will not even let you say the word alopecia. Ow! That's not even a bit. It really is Children with Alopecia Day. That reminds me. Nico's alopecia messaged us the other day. I can't find it. Now. Yeah, well, I got a message for them. <laughs> <laughs> Keep my alopecia at your <laughs> mouth. I felt bad for uh, Jada because of alopecia. As right. I would feel bad for anybody with alopecia. But then when I find out children get it, it makes me feel Even less sad. bad. Yeah. Wait, for, less... Jada, for Jada. Oh, for Jada. It's like, well, at least you didn't have it when you were a kid. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Today is National Dolphin Day. Did you see the dolphin attack that happened? happened at I, an aquarium oh i did see that did you did you watch it i did yeah somebody sent it to me and they were like joanna your family members thank you <laughs> for that collided my ass she scratched the dolphin that's what they said was that it was an accidental they say it was accidental, accidental. but i think it was on porpoise <laughs> <laughs> And that the dolphin, the dolphin got a little pissed, but the the trainer's okay. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. This was the Miami Seaquarium. Oh, what a dumb name, Seaquarium! But this means this was literally a Miami dolphin. It's the most aggressive <laughs> a Miami dolphin has been since Don Shula was head coach. <laughs> no, okay, me and Joanna don't know who Don Shula. Is. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but good on you for that. It, <laughs> It's the most intimidating any Miami Dolphin has been since the 80s. Yeah. Does that work Woo! better? Okay. All right. <laughs> Good for it's you. awful. <laughs> Today is National Gardening Day, and it's National Pecan Day. So trim your bushes. You know, all the leaves are blooming, and my 2021 pecans are not all out of the tree, so I'm just chunking everything I can think of up there to try and get all the pecans to oh, fall. I got Joanna, three, I got three pecans. They trees. make a professional machine that allows I've you to grab it. branches. I've seen it at Sam's. Buzz, Th Buzz, no, I bought that. It's not long. Buzz enough. throws golf clubs <laughs> <No>. at the tree. <laughs> Hold on. And until he gets it down, okay. there the are thing six you're talking golf about at clubs Walmart stuck in that tree. Barely gets the lowest branches. Even if you extend it all the way. That's like sending a cat into a wall to go find another lost cat. There are a lot of golf clubs up there, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but happy National Pecan <laughs> Day. <laughs> Do you think that's funny? I'm sorry, I read it. Well, okay, you have to read it. Uh, it's sun is well, let's have a new game. Sundance, the killer dolphin, or, or Joanna, <laughs> the laughing producer. <laughs> Do people That's a dumb game. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna, do people associate you with the dolphin now? Yes. That's stop Have you it. Seen the memes that Joe in the chat. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Joe is pretty good at the memes. Birthdays today. Actress Abigail Brislin, who played the little girl in Little Miss Sunshine, is twenty-six today. Oh. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller is 45. That certainly sounds like a name I <gasps> should be amazing. familiar with. Buffy. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Mary. Christy Swanson was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What wow. are you talking about? All right. <laughs> Actor Adrian Brody, who won an Academy Award for The Pianist, is 49 today. 
What am I watching? Oh, he's in the show about the Lakers. He plays Pat Pat Riley. Oh. In the in the HBO show about the the Lakers. What a versatile actor. Uh Anthony Michael Hall, who was uh nerd in Sixteen Candles and Weird Science. You know what I think of And what, the new Halloween kills. What I think of when I Is hear he in the new Halloween kills. Yes. I think of Dead Zone. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. The TV series, the TV not the movie. Uh-huh. In the movie, it was Christopher Walken. In the TV series, it was Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Uh, Fifty-four today, Anthony Michael Hall. Robert Carlyle, British actor who played Rumpelstiltskin on Once Upon a Time, and he was also uh, the guy in uh, what's the one where yesterday. it's a bunch of well, he played John Lennon in Yesterday. What's the one where oh. it's a bunch of out of work British dudes who started. Like a the full chip, Monty. The full Monty. Have you ever seen the full Monty? <laughs> Just say he's Doctor Rush from Stargate. Man, I don't oh know my god! <laughs> anyway, Robert Carlyle. You know when he showed up in yesterday, uh-huh. it it there might have been a tear welling up in my eye. Really? Yeah, when he showed up. At yesterday. That uh, Brad Garrett, comedian and actor who played uh, the brother on Everybody Loves Raymond. Brad Garrett is sixty-two. Where's his comedy club in Vegas? It's at the it's at the MGM. It's downstairs at the MGM. Uh, yes. Yeah, I know for a fact it is. Uh, so Brad Garrett is sixty-two today, and he owns his own comedy club. Richie Blackmore, former Deep Purple guitarist, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, is seventy-seven, and Pete Rose is eighty-one. Did you know Pete Rose is in the Hall of Fame? Oh, cool. The Wrestling Hall of Fame. Really? Because he's banned from life, for life from baseball. He's jo- in the WWE okay. Hall of Fame. Joanna, mm-hmm. I found the most amazing interview that Buzz did in 2001 with Pete Rose. Okay. It's almost half an hour long, the interview, but yeah. it's on. it was our Monday Mo Show Classic this week for the After Buzz, so if anybody wants to go hear it, just go to the After Buzz and Monday's listen to Mondays. But it's really good. I didn't know you would... Uh, do, you, do you remember the interview? I remember talking to Pete Rose. I remember interviewing Pete Rose maybe a handful of and times. And he had just like these wisdoms, and he, he was saying things that were really cool. Um, you go to Vegas, it's hard not to run into Pete Rose. He's always <laughs> signing autographs like at the sports memorabilia store at Caesars. Ah, this is worth nothing. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Pete Rose is 81 today. Still not allowed back into baseball. Country music legend Loretta Lynn is 90. Coal miner's daughter. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Stand by your man, and a slew of other you know, classic country gold. You know when uh, you were telling me about this when I got into Justified, and it was all about Kentucky, and it was a. I think they play that song "Colt Miner's Daughter" a lot in oh in the show. Mm-hmm. You, you were the one to first tell me. You're like, hey, did you know it's Loretta Lynn? Loretta Lynn is yeah. national treasure, and she turns ninety wow. today. Uh, President Lincoln was shot on this date 157 years ago in 1865, shot and mortally wounded by John Wilkes Booth while watching a play with his wife. 120 years ago, J.C. Penney opened its first store in Kemmerer, Wyoming. Uh, J.C. Penney was a big part of American culture for like 100 years. Now try and find one. Are there any more J.C. Penney's? Uh, Is there one still at Silla Vista? They're haunted. I think so. I want to say yes. That's a J.C. Penney's, kind of on the same end as the Men's Dillard's, I think, right? Okay. Uh, 110 years ago, 
1912, the Titanic collided with an iceberg. <gasps> maybe you saw the movie about it. And maybe two people could have fit on that maybe board. two people. Could, it was a door. Oh, it was a door. And it was fully big enough for, or swap off. Like you right? get 15 minutes on, 15 minutes off. <laughs> right. Paint me like one of your women, Jack. One of your one French, of your French girls. women, French girls, get it right. Uh, so the Titanic <laughs> disaster uh, occurred 110 years ago on this date. And uh, as we mentioned, tax deadline is coming up. It's moved to Monday, so you got a couple of days, but it's not like back in June like they did last year and they pushed it back in, you know, during the pandemic. It's still more or less on track. Uh, Monday midnight is the deadline to get your taxes off. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Here's the telephone number. Call us directly in the studio. Use the uh, studio line, 915-910-4995. 915-910-4995. Or leave a message on the neck line. And that number is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. All right, Joanna's going to have entertainment news coming up for us. So, uh, my accountant said, did you make any charitable contributions? And I said, yeah, but I, like, at the time, I'm never thinking about it. You know, it's like 100 here, 50 there. So, I asked him, every time you check out at a grocery store and they say, do you want to donate $3 for hungry families? I always say Yes. Not because not because I'm altruistic, be, because I know that somebody in that line is going to recognize me, and the story's going to get around. I saw Buzz Adams at Albertson, so he wouldn't get three measly dollars. <laughs> yes, you can claim that. You can claim it. Yeah, he you said, can? "Did you save all the receipts?" And I said, "Of course not." So he said, "Well, make a guesstimate. How much do you think you did it?" I don't know. I go to the store at least once a week, and I. I always say give at least three dollars. Yeah, whatever it is. Sometimes it's a convenience store. It's like round rounded up to the nearest dollar. So you know, probably what? Like, I'm not very good at math. Like sixty thousand a year, probably. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I guess you can claim that, and Amazing. you're supposed to keep uh, keep the receipts. But man, that's a big ask. That is a like big keeping ask. keeping that many receipts straight. And just keeping them and for an entire How do you year. know which ones are needed it's, and not say Oh, right. You guys don't carry purses. You just stuff them in your pocket. Pocket. Yeah, yeah, they're in my pocket, and then I throw them away, but I guess I should put them in a folder. But it's going to be like, a you know, two bucks here, five bucks there. Then you're going to be reminded of how much Jack in the Box you eat. It, well, I don't do it. Well, at, they don't, the they don't, they don't do it at Jack in the Box. It's convenience stores, a lot of... You know, a lot of grocery stores. Oh, no. Panda Express definitely does it. Do they? Yeah. Do you want to donate? Yeah. Do you want to, to Children's Hospital, I think? Oh, like, wow. Your okay. change. So, so you want to round up? To- yeah, right. So I guess on your receipt, it'll say how much of it is a charitable. Can I write off 46 cents? Which makes me wonder, if I'm claiming that, <laughs> is the company that's raising the money, are they also claiming that? Because that seems like we're double, double dipping. Double dipping, there. yeah. But I feel like I ought to be the one who gets the tax break for it, especially if I go to all that trouble. 
Let's take a look at Hollywood headlines and entertainment news. Here's Joanna Barba. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Halo star and Wolverine fan casting favorite Pablo Schreiber has confirmed he has had talks with Marvel Studios. During an appearance on the latest episode of the Bingeworthy podcast, the actor revealed that he has met with Marvel at different points during his career. Wait, who? Pablo Schreiber. And what's his connection to Marvel? He's been fan-casted, so a lot of people think he would be the perfect Wolverine. Oh! <laughs> ah, because his brother played, uh, say, people are just thinking, oh, Pablo Schreiber. What did his, his brother Lee, play? Lee, oh, it was Lee, Lee, Lee Schreiber? Lee played uh, Sabretooth. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. When asked about the Wolverine role, Schreiber said that they have flirted with the idea. Fun. Uh, MCU producer Kevin Feige last year denied rumors that Marvel Studios had already cast its Wolverine, replacing Jackman. A new Japanese show on Netflix sends toddlers into busy cities on their own to do chores and use public transportations, and now t- experts are torn on whether if it's a good thing. The show is called Old Enough, and it features kids as young as two taking on tasks such as shopping for groceries, walking a mile to and from home, and navigating public transport on their own. On their own. The Fly on the Wall Entertainment Series has been a hit on Japanese TV for more than 30 years. 30? 30. Hmm. The kids' adventures in Old Enough are carefully planned and sanctioned by their families well in advance. So if anything were to go wrong, the camera and safety crews are trained to intervene. But now two parenting experts who spoke with Insider about their views of of Old Enough had different takes on the show. Lenore Skenazi, the president of Let Grow, a nonprofit advocating childhood independence, said that she was encouraged by the series and described the parenting culture in Japan as more relaxed than in the U.S. Yeah, the crime rate in Japan is like... a fraction of one percent of what it is in the united states too. oh yeah they Which, don't have a lot of violent almost I, no violent crime i do think that we're overly protective to the point where like adults will see some kids who are you know between the ages of seven and 12 playing in a park and if they don't see a parent they'll call the police for child neglect it, that i think we're a little unrealistic with the way we look at it but also they're de- dealing with a whole different set of risk assessment in Japan than we are here. Well, Tanith Carey, an author of books on parenting, told Insider that she had reservations of, of the show, but broadly supported the idea that children should be taught to do more for themselves, but, and said, this is a very big but, the tasks that adults ask them to perform have to be appropriate for their development. It's unclear whether the show will prove as popular in the U.S. as it is in Japan, but the kids' daring adventures will no doubt d- delight some viewers and horrify others. Meanwhile, Netflix calls it the most wholesome show you've ever seen. Uh, If a kid goes out in the middle of the day in Tokyo, they're much less likely to be robbed, abducted, abducted, murdered. In fact, they're much more likely to be the victim of a kaiju attack, and that's about it. That's the only (laughs) crime metric. Because they live on the Pacific Rim. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And finally, John Hinckley Jr., who attempted to assassinate President Reagan in 1981, is now playing sold-out concerts. Hinckley is scheduled to perform July 8th at the Market Hotel in Brooklyn. Tickets were being sold for $20. That show is now sold out. Hinckley is a singer and guitarist who has been posting original songs and covers by hit artists like Elvis Presley, Bob Dylan, and Joni Mitchell on YouTube since 2020. And he currently has more than 26,000 subscribers. Do you uh, you want to hear a little bit of what uh, John Hinckley's musical talents sound like? 
Yes. Is it better than his shooting ability? Oh. Well, he hit his target. I mean... Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> is there something untoward about supporting John Hinckley Jr.'s musical endeavors? Yeah. And... You know, for twenty dollars a ticket to go see John Hinckley, maybe if he's an amazing musician. Oh, but listen to this. Uh. <laughs> oh my! All right. Maybe uh, Mark David Chapman plays bass, or Sirhan Sirhan, you know, has been fooling around with the dr- the drums ever Charles since. Charles Manson, I hear, was in a well, band before. He's gone. Okay. I don't think any of this. You know what? After all, after forty years, I still don't think he's going to impress Jodie Foster. <laughs> you know, still barking up that wrong tree. Barking up the wrong tree there. <laughs> It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Joanna uh, found an interesting topic about movies, and sometimes we like to really crawl inside some of these movie discussions, so it seems like that's probably what we're going to be doing here in a moment. Uh, yep. We're also going to have another cash code keyword. Go fund yourself. Every day we've got a $2,000 winner, a single winner of $2,000. So just that way, we're giving away ten thousand a week. You could also win a lump sum of ten thousand dollars too. Every time you hear a cash code keyword, go to the KLEQ mobile app and enter that keyword. You can find it under "Go Fund Yourself." There's a money bag icon. You get all the instructions there. Make sure you're logged in. You can also enter the cash code keywords every hour at KLAQ.com. Joanna's got uh, video and images from the McBride wildfire in Rudoso. You can check that out. Uh, you can. Let's see. How? How? Okay. How serious is your article? Buzz Adams Morning Show's shocking prediction on Fort Bliss news that they were going to make it easier to for visitors to get on base. How? What is my article? Accurate. Ac- what do you mean? It's accurate. We we didn't predict anything. Just somebody called in. As an Uber driver sure. called in last week and said, "Hey, I'm thinking about not responding to Uber calls anymore on base because you have to go through this process." I don't know, man. I just t- tried to make my uh, headlines sound like something you'd find out of a New York tabloid. I see. Uh, not bad. Yeah. What was the score on that? Uh, seventy-five. Nice. Woo! Seventy-five is a good metric. Well, I mean, the timing was weird. We had somebody calling, and then people were saying, you know, I would, well, I think I said, I would consider going to see movies at the theater that they got on base. Because sometimes they, they have the movie out longer than the ones in El Paso might. Or, well, it's just or a different before. option. And it's just a different place, yeah. Right. And they got bars and stuff that are open a to smash the public. burger, which I hadn't found anywhere else. But I do always factor in, oh, they're going to do a background check. I'm not worried about the background check, just the inconvenience. And then... Fort Bliss said they're going to make it easier. They're going to make it so people can get a 12-month visitor's pass. That's what your article's all about, right? It is. It is all about uh, how visitors can get a 12-month recreational pass without any affiliation uh, with somebody from the DOD or Fort Bliss. You can just be a regular old civilian and still enjoy all the things on Fort Bliss. Uh, Except I did find out the only place to get passes is the Cassidy Gate uh, between 9 and 5 uh, p.m. 
Did one of our Uber driver listeners, nice Tony, call back and say, yeah, that's all well and good, but it doesn't apply for Uber drivers. Right. Like they're not changing the rules for Uber drivers. Right. So I, 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 as much as I like nice Tony and all the other Uber drivers, my concern isn't for the Uber drivers. It's for people on base that want to use an Uber. You know, they might not have, they might have a lot more trouble getting an Uber. Yeah, because they're all forced to live in barracks usually, and not all of them have cars. Uh, tell me, get, give me your feedback on this story. Study reveals surgeons perform better while listening to rock music. Yeah. Do surgeons listen to music? I would think. Have you ever seen Nip Tuck or no. Dr. Worldwide's Snapchats? Uh, Buzz does not know who you're talking about. I, Doctor, I, I, We've interviewed Dr. Worldwide. Yeah, he's been here. Nip Tuck, I thought, was a ridiculous show. Okay, we'll take all the drama and the fiction away from but it. But they do, like, crank music while they're mm, operating. Yes. I would think you would need utter quiet. I mean, you got to keep a steady hand, and you got to hear what your assistants are saying and the other doctors, right? Um, yeah, you're, you're doing surgery, which is a, an important deal, but it's also uh, the same way sometimes people need the TV on in the background to do homework. Sometimes you just need uh, something going on to be a little distracted, uh, you know, yeah, I wouldn't say distract you, but to be in the background. There's an article up about the band Ghost, and specifically the Nameless Ghouls. So those are the people in Tobias's band other than Tobias. And their latest look is based on Star Wars, according to Tobias Forge. And I will let you read the article to find out how the, how the Nameless Ghouls are inspired by... Star Wars. Um, what do you think the weirdest music is that doctors would listen to? Because I've, I've, I've heard interesting things. So what do you think? Like parody songs like uh, Dr. Demento stuff, Weird Al. That would be an <laughs> awfully weird thing to listen to. Comedy bits, yeah. Right. I've heard comedy bits in the... In like the... a surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh you've, heard, you've heard doctors listening to comedy bits? Yeah. That is, that would strike me as really weird. Yeah. What else? Uh, music like law rock. Anybody listen uh, to classical feel, music? Yeah. I'd like to do that so I could pretend to be Hannibal Lecter while I'm doing the surgery. <laughs> yes, with a <the> little Chianti. <laughs> Ready when you are, Officer Pembray. <laughs> um, flamenco music. Um, yeah, it just depends on the doctor, what they want, what they like. Could I have any say in this as the patient? It's like, hey, before you put me under, no flamenco music. I'm afraid that some unconscious part of my brain is going to hear it. It's going to cause me suffering. Or dancing. No reggae. Whatever no you do, reggae. No reggae. That's all I ask. Whether I pull through or not, but especially if I don't, please make the last sounds I hear on this earth not reggae. <laughs> nah, man. You listen to all the reggae. They sentenced the truck driver who had put flyers up at gas stations and stores around town wanting young boys to be his companion on long-haul trips. They sentenced him to life in prison on Monday. Uh, this was a national story, and it turned out. Well, yeah, it had national attention, yeah. but it was in El Paso. It happened so. in El Paso, but yeah, it got picked up. Nationally, you can read the article I wrote. It's got uh, the 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 flyers that he put up. He didn't even print them. 
he just wrote him, hand wrote him, and basically a yellow legal here, pad. Yeah, here's one that the people saw, and people when people saw it on social media, people were like, "Hey, this sounds really creepy. Like this guy might be a pervert." Parents and boys. Okay, it, stop right there. You're right. Parents and, and boys. boys. Why would anybody need boys. to sp- sp- like so segregate was, them like he that? He was making a deal. If your kid has some extra time during a break. Yeah, but here's here's directly what this one said. If your kids want something to do at school breaks, I'm a truck driver. If your kids want to see different places, I'm willing to let them go with me. My trucks have GPS tracking so you know where they are at all times. You know, so you know they're safe. Yeah. Oh, honey, he's with the creepy truck driver who gave us money. Well, that was another thing. He also was giving lavishing gifts, not only on the kid, but on the family. So the whole thing is creepy. I mean, even if, and it wasn't, this guy's going to prison, but even if it had been completely innocent, just a lonely old man, he should have been able to recognize how creepy. Oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Uh, the boy was nine, and his family said that they developed a friendship with the man Travis Wayne. What was his Vavra. name? Vavra. Vavra. Travis Wayne Vavra, sixty years old. Um, they don't say anything about the parents here, but it's really weird. It om- I'm no lawyer. Maybe some kind of deal was struck with the FBI or with prosecutors. It seems like there. This was such poor parental judgment. Mm-hmm. Was there some negligence going on? It's, like, could it get to the point where it was negligence? Well, the, at this point, the kid would have been better off without parents. <laughs> if you just didn't have parents, they wouldn't have let him go with this. So, uh, witness for the FBI testified the family saw saw Favre as a grandfather figure, and he gifted the boy with money, cell phones, video games. These are all huge red flags. It's called uh, totally. It's called grooming, but then it gets to the part where it says Favre had also helped to pay some of the family's bills, and then it gets into this real uh, creepy territory uh. where it's like you, the parents, are financially. Be- How is this not a sex trafficking case? I think, you know, the boy came forward when he was fourteen to say that he was being abused, and there were also a couple other victims, but I just. I'm just really curious. Could it? Could parents be that gullible? Or, or were they? You know, was this a sex trafficking? No, it's thing? criminal. And I These wonder parents, if it was like, all right, we're not. the The boy would be like six, fifteen or sixteen now, or sixteen or seventeen. They would still be in his. He would still be in their custody. Is he still in the family's custody? Because the whole way they made the, some bad decisions. The, ca- the way the case is reported, I got links here. Uh, it was an FBI-led case, but it treats the parents as co-victims more than anything else. Co-conspirators, maybe. Let me maybe. ask you this. If a, if a truck driver had put up a handwritten sign and put them up in gas station windows saying, girls, if you're between the ages of 9 right. and 12, and parents, if, if parents, parents had let their 9-year-old girl go with a 60-year-old truck driver, I think we would have been talking about this case more as a, as a case of sex trafficking. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. So you can read all about it. Okay, at, am uh, I wrong in this, Joanna and Buzz? Mm-hmm. What? When I hear the, the, tr- like the job description trucker, I think, oh, yeah, 
those people are probably creepy. I mean, the, a lot of horror movies that I've seen in the past have been truckers that have been I just passing through towns. No, I take offense at you that. You take offense I to that. I know a few truckers. Oh, I do too. I've got truck. There I have are tru- hundreds of thousands oh, of people in the trucking industry. I've got them in my family that are salt of the earth. salt of the earth. I mean, they but, might have a murder room back there in their truck. That's but all, my to, only what, point is, can we just say that the stereotype and the stigma surrounding them might be something still... Like, what did you say yesterday? I'll bet oh, you- next week, we're going to let him go to travel to the States with the carnies. <laughs> no, I think this is an unfair stereotype that I don't share of truck drivers. Do I think carnies most- deserve that stereotype? Yeah, they're weird. <laughs> they're super <laughs> creepy. But truck drivers are the lifeblood of America. Yes, and right. I have a lot of friends and family <laughs> that are truck drivers. There's nothing creepy. <laughs> Until you start putting up flyers that you want a young male to be your Well, he's not helping his industry's image. Uh, well, That's a good statement, yes. We'll stick with that. Okay. <laughs> Joanna, why don't you just kind of get us started on the topic today? Mm-hmm. It's about movies. We love pop culture, and movies are a big part of what we love. So mm-hmm. uh, what's the discussion today? And I'm going to give out the phone number so people can call in. The phone number uh, to talk to us is 915 915- Nine one zero four nine nine five. That's nine one five nine one zero four nine nine five. What's our topic today? Well, this comes from BuzzFeed, where they asked the BuzzFeed community, "What are movie scenes that were so shocking that people actually gasped in the theater?" <sighs> and their listicle includes thirty-four examples. Ooh, so, give me one example. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, can I guess? There's 34, so... Is paranormal activity on there at all? No, it's not, actually. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Why, what's in paranormal activity that made you gasp? Uh, all of it, the first one. It's <laughs> so scary, the blanket just... Yeah. Got <gasps> off the... Okay, but there's that one scene where it drags her out of the room, and that was scary. Yeah. I well, gasped. I mean, this mm-hmm. is going to... Probably everybody says this one, but Sixth Sense, when, it, when all the oh. pieces fall into place, <gasps> and you realize... Uh, yeah, I think I actually did like that. I never saw it in the theater. And, by and you the probably time, already knew. Yeah, spoiled. by the time that I saw it, everybody was like, oh, he sees dead people. And I'm all, who? And they're all the kid. Who? Oh, you knew that somebody saw right, dead Right, I knew somebody saw dead people. And yeah, but so did you know the ruined. twist wasn't that he saw dead people. The, the twist, twist was, was that he was, he was dead. the one that was dead. Not yeah. the kid. Bruce Willis. Let me spoil this for you fully. It took me like, well, that movie came out, I was a little younger, so it took me like two tries to Somebody, figure out, you know what I knew oh, going dead. into that? People had called in who knew that I like movies and knew that I, I like suspense, and mm-hmm. they were like, there's a twist that is so good. So I knew there was a twist, uh-huh. but I didn't know what the twist was. And, and when it revealed, inside? it showed all those scenes where his wife's alone having dinner, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Here's how I felt. <gasps> <laughs> so yeah, that is a good example. A six cents not on this list. Really? What the hell, Buzzfeed? But they do have like in Frozen when Hans turned out to be the villain and revealed that he was just using Anna. That came out of nowhere. <laughs> I feel like I went to see that with my girls and they were pretty little at the time. We probably all gasped. <gasps> Hans. Hans, how could you? What a cad. <laughs> Never saw that movie. You haven't seen Frozen? Mm-mm. I you just... guys love each other. You finish each other's sandwiches. Aw, Buzz. <laughs> just let it go. You and, just... Bu- and Nico finish each other's sandwiches. 
Let it go. <laughs> All right. Let so it we're gonna go. Hear, what were other movie moments that made you gasp, <laughs> literally gasp in theaters? If Here's got- one that made me gasp when I first saw it. In Orphan, when oh. nine-year-old Esther turned out to be a 33-year-old murderer who was trying to seduce her adoptive father, murder him, and then burn the house down. What? I remember Orphan. seeing that on a date, and I was like, oh! <gasps> I don't know who that young actress was, but Isabel it was... Isabel Furman is her name. Well, think about what she did. She was a child pretending, pretending to, to be, be an a, adult, pretending to, to be, be a, a child, child, and then eventually... And then the reveal when she becomes the adult. Oh, Bravo. So That's great. like one yeah. of the was best... Was she a act- child actress that was yes. seducing? The, yes. She, yes. But she was like a 30-something-year-old... Character. Well, the character, but, but the it was character, a, the actress was the really actress was really like twelve years old, really doing the seducing. Yes, they didn't get like a thirty-something-year-old actress who looked so much like a child. They should have. They didn't do a Martin Short Clifford yeah. on this one. Uh, but that was a really good one. Yeah, that that was. Now I want to watch it. That was really good. I didn't see the twist coming, but right. the more I think about it, that like that young actress should have gotten a lot more credit. She's coming back for the sequel, so. What is she like? Forty now? She's like no sixty. No, she's like twenty something. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, in Joker, when it was revealed that Arthur's romantic relationship with Sophie was all in his head and none of it actually happened. Oh, you could tell that was coming to my. No, away. I didn't. Oh yeah. I could not. <gasps> I kind of did that. I guess more during like when I was like, what comic has a stable relationship? <laughs> like, wasn't there a scene where with like, an attractive mom person, who's got it all together? Yeah. Like a little person's trying to get out of the apartment. Oh my god, I laughed so hard when he killed the dude, and then the dwarf. The little ah, he couldn't he open the door. <laughs> it wasn't funny to me the whole time. I just was so filled with anxiety. I'm like, somebody opened the door for him. I was not the only one laughing, but I might have been laughing the loudest at that scene. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Hey, BuzzFeed asked uh, readers to share what movie moment actually made you gasp aloud. <gasps> we got some good examples on the app chat. Well, let me get to our caller first. Mm-hmm. We have a uh, caller. Harley. Hi, Harley. Hi. Harley, what movie scene made you gasp? Um, Korea's Parasite. Oh. You know, I, I saw that one on the list. Mm-hmm. What was it like when you find out that there's a whole family living inside the walls or whatever? Yeah, it, it, was, it? The, it was the first family, the, the, the first caretaker, her and her husband. And I remember the whole the whole audience. So it was here at Alamo Draft House, and the whole audience in the theater just gasped. gasped. It got a it got a crowd wide gasp. Yeah, and I was one of them too. Yeah. That was the first time a movie ever did that to me. Really? Yeah. So you must have agreed with it getting the Academy <laughs> Award. You talked for... about too. Pardon me. Uh, I've seen the other movies y'all were talking about too, but none didn't. None do of that them. None of them got did. that from you. Yeah. Parasite ended up. It won Best Picture, right? I think the director won yeah. Best Director, and it won Best Picture, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, Harley. Yeah. All right. Appreciate All right. it. Bye, Harley. Yeah, I saw that on the list. I think it's just too hard for me to stay engaged when there's subtitles involved. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hard for Buzz to pay attention. It's hard to keep your attention for most things. 
there are some on the list that I don't know. Maybe I was tipped off ahead of time, but the the usual suspects when you find out that Kevin Spacey was Kaiser Soze all along, mm-hmm. I don't know. it didn't really impact me no. as much as some people. Yeah. Uh, how about is Fight Club on there? When you find out that, uh, oh, that's you know one. what, it's not on this list. You know, I, what? I don't. But think... I did not gasp aloud, no. but I don't think I saw it in the theater. I think I'd seen it like on after it came out on. HBO. I think that's more of a mind f. That just kind yeah. of it didn't get blows that, you away. It didn't get that <gasps> reaction yeah. from me. All right, well, what do they got in the app? Oh, this one made me gasp the first time I saw it because I'd never seen, I'd never read the book. It was my first time watching the movie at home. The Mist. Oh yeah. You know what? That's not how the story in the. That's not how the short. It, first of all, it's one of those Stephen King. Maybe 200-page right. novellas. Mm-hmm. That's not how it ends. How does it end in the book? Okay, so there's... <laughs> can, okay. can I Get ready, kids. Do I need to set it up, or can I just tell you the ending? Just tell me the ending. Well, driving, no, set it up. You have to set it, because the mist brings monsters, right? Yeah, there's been some kind of government experiment. You don't know. They really don't go into the details or the nuts and bolts. Anyway, there's a mist that surrounds a town. And... and you know, parallel dimension, there are all these monsters, hideous, deadly monsters. And in the in the novella, the the dude and his son are driving and they can hear, they think they hear like a very distant radio signal. So they're gonna try and make their way to where that's coming from. End of story. So they're both oh, still okay. alive at the time. That's how the the story ends. The movie ends much better. And can we say how the ending goes yeah, in that definitely. one? So the monsters are closing in. It's the father played by Thomas Jane, his son, and a couple other survivors. And a couple of other the Walking Dead actors. Serious? Yeah, so it's... Uh, <laughs> they're from The Walking Dead. I can't remember their names in the show. Was it like Carol or somebody? No, not Carol. Rick, his son. Carol is the one that at the end, she's, she had left the store to go find her kids. Is she in it, too? And she's at the end. She's alive. Uh, so anyway, they're, they're fleeing, and these monsters are real nasty. Like, they really, you know, it's a fate worse than death. So Thomas Jane takes the gun, and he shoots his son in the head. He <laughs> shoots the other people in his head, and he's just he turns the gun on himself. And right then, the U.S. military comes through the mist, and they're oh. taking out the monsters and rescuing everybody. And he didn't have to do that. He didn't have he to didn't kill have his to. son and everybody else. And it's Stephen King even said, oh yeah, that's much better ending. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King said that's a much better ending than what I wrote. And it was. That's a good example. Was it on the list, or was that just... No, it was not. That That's uh, from the app chat. Yeah, I did that. And I, I think I gasped even louder because I had read the book. You got anything else? The Prestige. You know, the Prestige is on the list, but not the part that I thought. I gasped, but not at the part that they say. Which part do you think people Uh, When you find out he has a twin brother. Nope. When you find out that Nikola Tesla had built a machine and what he was doing was drowning himself and then an exact replica of himself would appear elsewhere. That was the gasp moment. Not when he's you literally out he killing a, his, his. He's twin. killing himself. Yeah. No, not or, his twin. Or yeah, yeah. Well, his clone. He's killing a clone every time. Right. Well, no, he's killing himself. Yeah, because it's the clone that the lives. The clone lives, so he knows I'm going to do this trick. I'm going to die, but this Tesla machine is going to clone me. 
That was the gasp moment. Yeah, that's a mind effort. Joanna, that one was on the BuzzFeed list, right? It was, yeah. But then... I thought it would have been the part where we go, oh, he Christian tw- Bale didn't have to clone himself with no, a machine. No, he yeah. had a twin. He just had a twin. That was the shocking moment on BuzzFeed. And list. Michael Caine has been told, telling you the whole movie, he's using a twin. And you keep saying, no, he can't be using a twin. No, the deal that got and me was when you find out, oh, he intentionally kills himself just and to... And Hugh Jackman's like, I'm going to kill the other version of me. Right. Uh, Amber, hi. Hi, good morning, guys. How are you? Morning, Doing Amber. Good. We're talking about movies, which we love doing. We love really getting in the weeds with this stuff. So what's a movie moment that made you gasp? Well, it wasn't me, and it wasn't like a big shock, shocking ending or a twist, but it's an older movie, and it's from Big Daddy when I'm watching the theater. <laughs> with Adam Sandler? <laughs> huh? With Adam Sandler and the Sprouse twins? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Adam Sandler was kind of a dog, a little boy. Yeah. And I'm going to see if you guys can guess which part made the lady next to me gasp. <clears throat> when they called him the stinky kid in class. When they peed. <laughs> no. <laughs> when, they, when they kept uh, making uh, rollerbladers trip. No. That entire movie, by the way, that entire movie, Adam Sandler's character should definitely have ended up in jail. For the stuff he was doing oh, yeah. with that kid. What? When he Definitely. lets the kid call himself Frankenstein? That's probably not it. When he pees the bed and he just puts newspaper on it? When you see the old dude <laughs> working at Hooters, Hooters with Christy Swanson? <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I don't know. It's actually the part. Okay, so it's actually the part where he's giving the little boy a bath because they called him the stinky kid in class. <laughs> okay. And he gets up. And you think he's not going to have anything on, but he has the bathing trunks on. The lady next to me was just beside herself, and then she started laughing when she realized that the little boy had clothes on. Oh, she thought he was naked. Yeah, so when the little boy stood up, all I heard was, <gasps> next to me, and then she started laughing yeah. at her. She thought she was going to see his scuba Steve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't it weird how much I remember? I didn't even like that movie. It was a good movie. I saw it no, once, and I didn't even really brain. like it. Thank you, uh, Amber. Hooters, Hooters, Hooters. I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Joanna? It's ingrained in your brain. Yes. But I remember being in a bad mood. It's like, that's horrible. That's bad parenting. I don't know. Bad. He wasn't the parent. John Stewart really should have been doing more. Here is Manny. Hi, Manny. Morning, bud. Manny, movie moment that made you gasp. Did you ever see uh, Richard Gere and Edward Norton's movie, Primal Fear? God, I yeah. feel like I've probably seen that. I saw that. It'll probably come back to me when you start talking about it. What part? I'm wondering. When, when uh, at the end of the movie, when Richard Gere is talking to Edward Norton's character, and he slits that he remembers, you know, choking the other attorney, and he's supposed to be out of it when that happens, when he makes oh, the, that's right. the transition from one... One uh, one person to the next, he's not supposed to remember. And at that point, when he says he's sorry that he choked Mrs. Vale and he hopes she's okay, Richard Gere walks away and realizes, wait a minute, he's not supposed to remember when he blacks out. When he turns around and tells him and looks at him, but when he starts clapping really slow, I was like, oh, my God, I never saw this coming. And I he always gets see it, things yeah. like that coming in a movie. You remember that one, uh, Buzz? Honestly, no. I Maybe I didn't see Edward, it. Yeah. Edward Norton, uh, he's a young kid who lives in a, like a, a monastery, and he's one of the altar boys, and the archbishop ends up being one of these, you know, kind of 
pedophiles. Like an abusive he, he has, priest. Yeah. He has the kids there, yeah. He has the kids there act out, uh, the, the boys and the girls. He has them act out while he video records them, and he ends up getting killed. And Richard Gere is the attorney that takes on this case, thinking Edward Norton, um, you know. Doesn't remember. Innocent. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's really that that's one movie. No, I think uh, you pointed out a gap in my pop culture knowledge. I probably need to go find where that's streaming and watch it. <laughs> Thanks for the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Manny. Um, yeah. Thank you. Bob. All right. Appreciate it, <laughs> Joanna. Let's uh, let's just stick to the article. So they bring up Spider-Man: Far From Home and. I got to tell you, that mm-hmm. movie was nothing but, <gasps> you know, uh-huh. it's like every time the movie was just made to make fans of Spider-Man go, <gasps> mm-hmm. you know, every time something would happen or somebody, Ned is a wizard. <laughs> Ned is a wizard. You didn't see Spider-Man. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. It's already out on DVD. <laughs> no, <Nah>, I refuse. <laughs> you don't know that I Ned refuse. is a wizard. No, I'm not going to see any of the new Spider-Mans. Uh, but I think they, the, the one where... MJ is falling off the building just like uh, Gwen Stacy was. Andrew Garfield. In the Andrew yeah. Garfield one, but Spider Man saves her, and then it turns out to be the Andrew Garfield Spider Man. But oh, like I say, I get chills just thinking about that scene. Okay, well, speaking of cries. On the comic book track, what about Avengers Endgame? Yeah. There is an Avengers one here. Every time one of the character especially spider-man when he anytime somebody turns to ash it's just like <gasps> yeah i just said that <gasps> i That's said it again yeah. what about yeah. at the beginning when they kill the hulk or no they don't kill the hulk they kill, they kill loki loki when he kills loki I, he had it coming i mean basically <laughs> i remember how, Lisa how, how, I how did guess. so many people feel bad for loki it wasn't it was a gas moment because you don't think they were going to kill right. off a kind of main character i do remember lisa and i gasped <gasps> we were like loki? <gasps> what are Tom? some what are some other movies, Joanna? Well, in the app chat and also in the list, somebody put the ending of Saw. And the, ver- it's in the first one. one. The very first yeah. one when it's all revealed who Jigsaw was. He was the whole there the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it wasn't he a homeless dude there in the in the room. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a body. Well, right? yeah, wasn't body. he was supposed to be dead? All right, what else? Yeah. Um, the others when it's revealed that. They're the others. They're the dead ones. Is that the one with Nicole Kidman? Yeah. You know, I think that had a better effect when I saw it on TV because when I saw it in the movie, it, I had gotten bored with it. Like some of it was so boring. There was it all was that a little slow burning. It was a little sure. slow burning. There was all that but talking. Re- yeah. <laughs> Did we say the Prestige already? Yeah. Yep. We, Nico and I talked about the Prestige. I said the real shocking moment was when you found out that. Nikola Tesla had invented a cloning device in the 1800s. What else? In Zootopia, when Judy realized that assistant Mayor Bell. No, no, no. I knew I had Bellwether pegged. She, I knew she was dirty. I didn't know necessarily that she was the mastermind. Okay, give me a but break. But her, her hooves were definitely dirty. <laughs> yeah, I knew I had Bellwether. Zootopia? Like, everybody thought it was going to be the... Uh, the lion? I forget what the lion's name was, but I knew it was that little sheep bellwether. Are we really That's talking about Zootopia? Yeah. That's a good movie. All right. And in Split, when Bruce Willis's character from Unbreakable appeared in the final scene, revealing that the whole movie was actually yeah. a sequel to the one that well came out done. 16 years ago. <gasps> they did a good job of keeping it a secret. Yeah, that was really good. Got, I, I would have to say it probably did get an audible gasp mm-hmm. from me. 
Even it's probably from Bruce Willis. Oh my God, this has been a sequel to Unbreakable. Any others? Uh, there are some that I, I'm just not. They got a lot of them on here that I'm not familiar with. They got some other ones. That can I, I tell wasn't. you? Can I tell you mine? Oh yeah, what's yours? Okay, so there's this movie I watch where the whole time you think the main character he's like kind of a knight and he's fighting and you think he's fighting the bad guy but then the bad guy ends up being his father what yeah star wars yeah <laughs> the first one hereditary have you seen that one when they show the little girl's head yeah when it gets ripped off what a little girl gets beheaded Ew. i think on camera that was pretty shocking was it a little girl playing a 33-year-old girl who was actually playing a 9-year-old? <laughs> no, a little girl. <laughs> they got a lot of Avengers in here. They got a lot of, uh, like, Coco I never saw. Oh, was, the- there, was there a gaspy moment in Coco, Joanna? Yeah. When and you find out Ernesto killed Hector. <gasps> <gasps> it was a shocking moment. In The Visit... When the mom noticed over video chat that the old people her children were staying with weren't actually their grandparents, but escaped mental patients. The whole time I'm watching that movie, I'm all, show the grandparents. Yeah. Because they're like video chatting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If anything, it pissed me off because it's like, how did it so happen that at no point... You know, they're video chatting the whole time. Put your grandma on. I yeah, want to say hi to her. They tried and I to, knew there was like some kind of some kind of estrangement right, between the mom and the grandparents. But still, like as thing as the stakes went higher and higher, at some point you're like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna put our differences aside. Put your grandparents on. That and, and they never did it. It was was that a was that an M. M. Night Shyamalan yeah. thing? You know what uh, I I think a lot of the problem with M. Night Shyamalan is he did such a good twist in um, The Sixth Sense. The Sixth Sense, right, <laughs> was so great. That everything has to have a twist now. Now it's like, what's, what's, the, what's the twist going to be? So you're looking for the twist, and he can't go with the first, you know, he can't go with anything too obvious. He can't go with anything that might be a callback to what he did in any of his previous movies. Yeah, and I think a lot of times it right. ends up stuck being in a box. It ends up being lame. Did you guys ever watch the movie 13 Ghosts? Yeah. yeah. With uh, Tony Shalhoub? Well, th- one of the ghosts is like F. Murray Abraham's character, and you see him walking around, and he has blood all over him. But it's revealed at the end, uh, he's, not a, he's not one of the ghosts. He's still alive. That's kind of the one that's made me gasp. They put in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming when Peter went to Liz's house to pick her up for the prom, but her father, who turned out to be the vulture, answered the door. I didn't gasp, but I did have this thought. Hmm. How many people live in New York in this universe? Like a dozen? (laughs) (laughs) They all know each other? Right. It's like everybody knows everybody. Right. Wait a minute. This is a city of like nine million people. How, How does it turn out that the main antagonist is his crush's dad? Uh, all right. We got to take a break. We're going to come back here in just a few minutes. Got some random facts on the way for you and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show headed your way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. In about uh, 30 minutes, another cash code keyword every hour at about a quarter past. We're going to give you another keyword. Enter them on the KLAQ mobile app. Find Go Fund Yourself. You could go fund yourself up to $10,000 and every day. There's a single $2,000 winner. 
All right, so uh, what were you telling me about the taxes? Somebody said in the chat that you're not allowed to claim all the times at a grocery store that you said, sure, yeah, round it up to the nearest dollar or put yeah. me down for $3. So uh, one of our chatters, Sergio, was just saying uh, he doesn't think that it is uh, legal or right that you can claim those uh, charitable donations you do when you give a dollar to the store. He's saying that it's the store that is donating those things and that you aren't the one donating technically, so you can't really write it off. The store, I guess, could write it off. Hold on a second. I was talk- I was texting, so I have it on text. No, I think it actually it wasn't on the text. It was when I talked to him. I asked my accountant, how about all the times that they say, do you want to donate a dollar or two dollars? And he said, yeah, if you kept the receipt. Yeah, but I think uh, Sergio was also saying, you have to know that the organization that you're donating to is a uh, legal charitable do- donation entity that they have their oh, own still. Can you imagine in line if you're like, can I see your, can I, what is the status of the charitable, your you 601D know, form or whatever it is? Yeah. Sounds like a hassle. Again, the main reason I do it is because I'm afraid I will be shamed if somebody recognizes me <laughs> and I'm not willing to give a dollar. How much do you do in your, out of your life just because you don't want to be shamed? Most of it. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a real... Hold on. If you're saying all, all the time, a, a buck here, five bucks there, that you're not able to claim it because the the mega corporation or the grocery store or whatever, they claim it for their tax purposes? They could They could be. Now, I'm, now uh. Sergio does say that he, uh, you know... Might be wrong. He he says there might be a rule that your CPA. Well, is my guy's at. been a CPA yeah. for forty years. So, but um, Buzz, you might be doing illegal stuff. No, I don't do it. That was just the thing I was asking my guy if you could. Sure, claim it. Whatever you want. No, he knows what he's talking. I know. About. I was kidding. Huh? Well, is Sergio a CPA? He says he's uh, training to be one. Yeah. Okay. Well, my guy's been doing it for a long time. <laughs> But we do appreciate all of the input. I hate these wallet hub surveys because it seems like they're just made up. You know, anytime wallet hub comes out with Oh you know, totally. We totally surveyed like a hundred thousand people. Best city for watching lacrosse or whatever. Right. But this one, uh, El Paso made the top ten of best places to celebrate Easter. Ooh, cool. Wallet hub it's just how they rank them. What, what factors do they take into account? All right, so for this one, they rank the 100 biggest cities in America for the best place to celebrate Easter based on factors like number of people celebrating Easter. How do you factor that? I guess you subtract somehow the Muslims Jewish, and Muslim, Jews. <laughs> Hindu, atheist, and agnostic. Again, <laughs> I, I'm very dubious about their methodology. <laughs> But uh, they said number of people celebrate Easter, brunch restaurants, <laughs> candy, chocolate, and flower shops per capita, number of Easter egg hunt events and weather forecast. We probably did really well with the weather forecast. Mm-hmm. Top cities for Easter are Pittsburgh, Birmingham, Alabama, Orlando, Cincinnati, St. Louis, Cleveland, Buffalo, and then El Paso comes out in the top ten. Interestingly, Easter Island's not on there. <laughs> <laughs> New Orleans and Honolulu. 
You mean the island with the big heads, right? Yeah, Easter Island. <laughs> oh, that's not the U.S. <laughs> I just assumed it was part of Hawaii. <laughs> Um, Joanna, are you a fan of the Harry Potter movies at all? Um, yeah, I guess. So-so? Yeah, so-so. What about the books? Never read the books. Uh, Warner Brothers removed any references to homosexuality from Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. So it sounds like Dumbledore's biggest secret got edited out because it's going to be released in China. So this is another thing. These companies will definitely you know be socially conscious some might even say woke but as but when soon it comes as china to says making money yeah you got to take out this thing about dumbledore being gay i guess there's some scenes in there if you want into our giant economy no gay i mean take it's out just the homosexual it, undertone it is kind of amazing how these big companies are willing just to forget all about their spine and when bend it comes over. to china and millions potentially billions of dollars i would call that capitalism like the worst of the worst uh, uh uh the worst sentiments about capitalism are expressed in this when when you're like it's about making money right it's about profit warner brothers if they want to make more well, money they, w- they wouldn't make this kind of concession for an extremely conservative part of the country that says hey we don't want your movie to have any good if they, that part of the country gave them billions of dollars in sales i bet they would I absolutely bet they would. Well, they would definitely stand up. Let's say Alabama, you know, said, we don't want if, a gay Dumbledore movie. If Alabama had the economy of China, I guarantee you, they'd be like, whatever you want, Alabama. Well, okay, in that case, it really lets you know what these studios' priorities are. They don't care about Money. the social cause. They don't care about the message. They no. don't care about wokeism. They care about the money. Right. And the fact that they're willing to do basically whatever China asks them to do. Yeah, but the really same is true of any company that says, you know what? It's too expensive to make my thing here. I might as well do it in the le- least expensive place, China. Trump ties all in China. You know? It's it's about profit margins. Yeah. And I'm pointing out that that yeah. is a very hypocritical attitude to have. So just keep, keep that in mind uh-huh. when you hear about how much these Woke. companies really stand by the social position. Right. You know, it's just like, yeah, they stand by them until you wave enough money at them.